Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Dropping in before the episode to let you know that Giant July is about to kick off. Fellas, what is Giant July? It's misspelled for one thing, a bit of fun. <laughs> and it's also uh, the month where we encourage people to go on Patreon and uh, support the podcast. It's the way that we are able to do this show. Mm-hmm. And if you like the show, then you'll like the stuff that's on Patreon because you get a whole bonus exclusive podcast all about the world of popular culture. It's like a second bre- completely isolated podcast that is also just as good as this one mm-hmm. or even better if you don't like this one. <laughs> and you get um, that every week. That's right. And for Giant July, we'll be giving you four special bonus things to encourage you to become patrons. Uh, you'll get a film commentary. Uh, we did The Wizard. Uh-huh. It's already been recorded. Very, very fun. Uh, we're doing a live game session on uh, July the 2nd, uh, Sunday, our time. Fun with patrons, which will still be up after that's done as well. So you can watch it anytime, but join in this Sunday, our time. That's right. We'll be putting up uh, a patron-exclusive uh, Let's Play, about you know two-hour-long uh, uh, video game that we'll be commentating over and playing. And... A fourth, oh, a premium (laughs) episode, an extended special episode of the podcast where we do a a fun little concept. So all of that exclusive to patrons. Yes. Head over to filthycasuals.com.au for the links to that. Support the show. Get some great incentives for it. We'll see you over there. And now on with the show. Our first feature, though, is Final Fantasy. You probably heard about this movie if you haven't seen it. It's the first computer-generated feature that attempts to have truly lifelike human characters. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow and with me... As always, Ben Vanell here, Tommy. Oh, we've got a big week. Mm. We've got a big episode planned today. It's been a it's been a big week in video it games. <laughs> My name's Adam Knox. The big week one of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I can't barely lift anything, including myself. And uh, oh, oh, yeah, because last week we did the four hundredth episode. Yes, which uh, was cool, but. Nintendo, for maybe the first time in the whole time mm. we've been doing this, mm. put out a direct at such a good time for us to cover it on the next day's episode. Perfect. Yeah, midnight yeah. the night before, so it wasn't yeah. oh. It wasn't like we had to stay up till an absurd time. It wasn't no. so hot off the presses that we'd like be scrabbling to get our thoughts together. Mm. And it wasn't one of those ones that is just like all third-party games with nothing of interest. It was a hot one. <laughs> it yeah. was a hot one. Not what you would expect for year six of a console's lifespan, uh. but uh, no, we were duty-bound to listen back to old <laughs> clips of this podcast <laughs> and react to them. So Self-flagellate. We had to, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people saying, I'm glad I watched the, the video because uh, Adam specifically uh, seems to feel physical pain <laughs> at hearing his own voice. Not seems to. That's <laughs> a, a, a visible reflection of reality. Yeah. Uh, but that was a bit of fun uh, and or uh, pain. So uh, if you haven't, uh, for whatever reason, listened to that, have a listen. Uh, if you're one of the 
people who said congrats on 400 episodes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Where's yeah? the congratulation for 401? Mm, well, it might be coming. <laughs> yeah. This no, is... I expect it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we this congratulate him? This is going to be him? better than 400, I reckon. Yeah, this is hot. This is a hot app. we got a lot to talk about. Man. Th- so, yeah. Well, I, I want to talk about the direct. Uh, mm because there were at least three games that I was interested in from that. I don't remember them all. I'm going to be going from pure instinct, uh, real-life <laughs> memory yep. uh, rather than the fake memory of a, of a note. Yep. But here are the ones that jump out to me from that memory. All right. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Yes. Yep. A bizarre name. Yep. To yeah. me. The, the brothers being it, like Super Mario Wonder, or like the rumor was that it was going to be Wonderland. Right. right. Uh, because, like, Super Mario World and so on. And, and yes. like, but maybe if Balan Wonderworld hadn't come out, that was <laughs> the plan, <laughs> but they dropped the mm-hmm. land maybe. And it's, so it's like, a, it's a 2D, still relatively new Super Mario Brothers looking style 2D sure. game. It looks a bit different, but it's got, Simplistic like, the multiplayer. 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of that. I think the Brothers bit being in there is the thing that they have now decided is what, Marks it as a 2D Mario. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. So you're right. It is clunky when you say it out loud. Super Mario, Mario Brothers, Brothers Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. yeah. But I guess yeah, they're they're. I think there's a maybe an intent to to attach it to harken back to you know the those original ones mm. um, because. I don't know. People were getting sick of new Super Mario Brothers, and they're like visually, they've like redesigned a lot of the sprites. The Mario, you know, yeah, sprite this is like looks like what the new Super Mario Brothers games should always have been. This right. looks like a continuation of the kind of creativity that they had in mm. Super Mario World and mm-hmm. even Yoshi's Island, which. The, the first new Super Mario Brothers games, they were fun enough, but they, they weren't really reaching for too much in terms of the art direction and the style and everything. I have to interrupt and push my glasses up from the centre, <laughs> like, you know, from the bridge of the nose yeah. up, and they reflect a little, and I've got, like, a smirk on. Okay. And you know the wearing, type that I'm doing. Yeah, and you're mm. wearing contact lenses, so you're actually... <laughs> You're jamming your fingers into your eyeballs and like <laughs> yeah. sort of pushing the contact lens up. Yeah, the rolling eyeball. your eyes back into your head. <laughs> a sprite is actually a 2D pixel-based uh, uh, object, whereas these are 3D models in a 2D style. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. let's bash this guy. <laughs> well, I think this is the first, like the main recognizable thing about how this new game looks is that the new Super Mario Brothers style. It always looked to me as if they had taken a 3D Mario sprite and just had the camera on him side on, mm-hmm. which didn't always I, I look... Again, a sprite is not... Can't be in 3D. A, a sprite is a 2D, two-dimensional. <laughs> actually, you can't hit me because that's wrong. So that's you actually illegal, so <laughs> yeah. you, you can't do it. But it always Mistaken like... about yet another thing. <laughs> Interesting. It always looked like they were treating this... This 3D model in this space and and wanting it to look, (laughs) wanting it to look kind of like how a 3D model would look with just like the camera on the side of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas the characters in Super Mario Brothers Wonder, they've kind of got like a bit of a cheated angle where his kind of face is sort of more facing the camera. Like it's not a literal right. model of mm-hmm. here's this 3D model of him that we've dropped into a 2D plane. Right, if I you move the camera, it'd look like, you know, Jungle Runner or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. This is like they've purposely twisted him around a lot to just look more. And there's someone's put on Twitter like a side-by-side comparison yes. of like when he crouches in New Super Mario Brothers, he's just 
sort of sitting down and then in this new one they've done the very old school thing of like he's like pulled his hat right over himself. It's yes, all like way yeah. more cartoony. Like he's seen someone he knows but doesn't want to talk to on the train. <laughs> yeah, and his big nose is like sticking out from yes. under the brim of the hat. It just immediately looks more like... It's got more character. Yeah, way more yes. character. It's yeah. a similar visual style that is way more thought out, for yeah. sure. Like yeah. it, th- those new Super Mario Brothers games always, other than maybe the first, looked a little... The Wii ones and so on looked mm-hmm. quite cold and quite sort of um, boring, to Right, be just very mechanical. And, yeah. and this, like, they've got... He's got lots of more, like, yeah, interesting expressions on his face. He's doing a little very, like, furrowed brow thing when he's running. and Some levels and stuff that have different styles. Like, there was a silhouette level that looked like kind of one of the Donkey Kong games did that, the Mm -hmm. Tropical Freeze or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it looks like it has just more ideas going on, some weird little flowers who are standing around talking to you as you run past. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And the, the conceit seems to be... You run through a level, you're getting these things called, I think they're called Wonder Seeds, which then you go into sort of like a weird parallel universe version of the level where the pipes are moving around and the perspectives are getting skewed and all that kind of stuff. Whoa, Whoa. What were they smoking (laughs) when they came up with this? What were Shiggy and the boys (laughs) chuffing away at? Well, they do love their mushrooms. And uh, so, yeah, this I think we're all excited for. Yeah, I yeah. like a new Mario game is always a big deal uh, to me, mm-hmm. and uh, this looks like them doing the thing that Mario in particular does really well. Yes, which is do something weird, do and something yeah. creative, yeah. innovative, and then make hey, Mario a little thing of corn or whatever that he was in <laughs> yeah. uh, Odyssey. I didn't yeah. think they. I kind of really didn't think that they had something like this in them, but it is cool for mm. them to see them sort of go. Well, the movie's been massive. We've got the theme parks, you know. My, like they should be taking risks like this with the games, right? Because with Mario, the Mario is, games, he is, yeah. yeah, he is Mickey Mouse, right? Like yeah. it's not like if they take a little risk with a game and it doesn't quite land, that the cultural rele- relevance of him isn't going to be impacted by that yeah. in any way. So the games are the point be, where they should experiment. It'll only be impacted by him being bland. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. this is this is the right way to go about it, and that well, is exciting. They they. Looking. They have heard the call. They've answered the call, <laughs> Ghostbusters style. Yeah. Because uh, there's not just Super Mario Brothers Wonder. There's a remake of Super Mario Brothers RPG. RPG. That has been uh, a big um, kind of. It was cult following for a while, but then was cult following for long enough that enough people joined the cult that now it is just a regular religion. Mm. And people have like been, Scientology. Uh, I've, been t- I've been telling you guys <laughs> every week. Hey guys, we're releasing this. We know people always get annoyed at the price of our remakes. Well, good news. This mm. one is free, but you have to come into Nintendo and you have to admit to every wrongdoing you've yeah. ever done in your life. We yep. will be filming it and then you can have the game for free. Mm. Doesn't yeah. that sound good? Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Online is now 50% of your income and you have to pay it to us and don't talk to any Xbox fans. Mm-hmm. They are uh, negative people or whatever that term. Something. That well, yeah. I mean, buying the remake will cost you half of your income because it is a full priced game it is yeah it's mm. and it looks cool like they yeah. they've done uh that same isometric style and they've they've uh <clears throat> turned the sprites into 3d models where the oh. camera can pan around during a now, boss fight or something i such. think you'll find suck me off <laughs> 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 counterpoint <laughs> your honor uh yeah this 
this was rumoured before right. the direct. And has been for probably 15 years plus. Yes. It's one of those like uh, like Earthboundy Mother 3 mm. type of things where people just keep going like, oh, mm. uh, fucking, what's his name? Gino is going to be in Smash now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was surprising Mellow. to me. Gino and Mellow? Uh, there are yeah. a couple of them, I reckon. Yeah. Mario. <laughs> what? Peach. This was surprising <laughs> to me that they had... Stuck with the same art style. I kind mm. of went, like I thought. Oh, if this room is true, it'll be very much like the they'll use the sort of more modern models of Mario that they use in like a you know Mario Rabbids, the very like style guide thing that they have. Mm-hmm. But in this, right. they've kept him sort of like he looks on the SNES one. He's very he's kind of like squat and he looks he's like a little bit fucked up looking. Like yeah. I really yeah. love that they've just like he's the wrong aspect ratio. Yeah, like he's this like fucked weird little rugby player Mario. Yeah, <laughs> I really love it. I really love that they've just like kept that they've just like upgraded that style like mm. they haven't made it they haven't like yeah rounded all the edges off it looks like it's still got that weird design to it, it which again I, I didn't think that's the kind of stuff that they did with their design now especially when they remake something it mm. seems to be like a pretty straight up remake of that game too as it like it will be the same yep. as that SNES game, which people love. I've only ever played like an hour or two of that, like emulated back in the day. Right, yeah, I've never played it. It was originally a Square game, right? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it Might be sort the last of... thing they made with for Nintendo, right? It was one of those yes. ones that came out on the SNES like after the 64 was out, mm. I think. Oh, sure. I, think I might it, be wrong I think you're right. That. And it never came out in Australia. Yeah, okay, mm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then the PlayStation snafu happened and yeah, no more Square Nintendo. Yeah. Kind kind of cool. Uh, a little like, yeah, this is just, this is like a SNES game. Mm. Nicer graphic. It's it's the same as that Link's Awakening one, I suppose, yes. where it's like jazzy or art style, exactly the same as the Game Boy game. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then full price, yeah, which... Cool, whatever. I've gotten over that now. Was the I'll let them do it. Was the Link's Awakening one full price? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, well this I, is yeah. like at that seventy dollar in Australia full price. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, they're not up to. Like a, yeah, yeah, right. They yeah, they bumped up the price for Tears of the Kingdom, but I don't think they've done that for anything. Like that hasn't become their standard yet. I'm fairly sure they mm. said as well that that was just going to happen for that game only. Like it wasn't the right. future, I, and it obviously will take place again in the future, and the, yep. the Switch Two or whatever yeah. will be that mm-hmm. price. But, but I think everything else. Coming up is like eighty bucks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they haven't. Yeah, that, that they haven't made the whatever it is one hundred and ten. Yeah, new, good. No, no, one hundred twenty-five now. If yeah, stuff. I reckon I got Tears of the Kingdom for like eighty bucks though. Um, for, for retail, like at a shop. Oh uh, yeah, at, at shops they're still. I I don't understand how all that stuff works. Yeah. But often at shops things are. I mean, like a PS5 game will be seventy nine at yes. JB mm. or whatever, but it is one hundred and twenty five digital. Crazy. It's it's oh. a wild world we live in. This is a slight digression, but there's also been rumors that a uh, bunch of future games. I think maybe Microsofty games are going to potentially be dis, uh, digital only. So like Starfield, there was a rumor. Yeah, that, so that may be digital only. That which... one they've confirmed it'll have a disc, but it's this has happened a few times that the collector's edition will only have a code. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, which which has happened before. Alan Wake Two is one of them that is only digital, but yes. then that's ninety five dollars Australian. So it's and they've been like, well, we can discount the price because it's digital only. But right. one day it'll all be digital, right? That's right, and yeah, unless the sun flare happens. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, 
Because the, the Alan Wake 2, they also said, it means we can work on the game up until the day of release. Which every company does anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a day one patch. Anyway, back to Nintendo, sorry. Uh, but yeah, the, the original uh, composer is back to mm-hmm. work on this to kind of update all the tunes in that. I'm looking at, yeah, I think I've only ever, I've maybe played like the first hour. I've watched a video of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've never fully gone all the way in. Seems like it is like a very classic turn-based style RPG, yeah. but yeah. people I mean, talk about the script being very funny and it was of kind of like right. the first things to sort of flesh out the world of Mario because it's still, wait, so it, yeah, it's it's being developed around the time of Mario 64, but in terms of mm. like the kind of personality of those worlds and stuff, right. there really wasn't much in the way of that yet. It's that weird time where they're like, I guess there's dinosaurs in Mario world <laughs> yes. and that's like one of the main things. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and they introduce these characters that like we were talking about Gino and Mello that have just then yeah. never existed in anything else. Is ever. Pinocchio in Mario? <laughs> I guess we'll put him in. I'm in the mood for like a turn-based JRPG as well. Me too. It's, <laughs> it's a fairly it's a fairly simplified one that like yeah right. it led to Paper Mario and the Mario and Luigi games, it's which sort of take the style of it. They've got their more own, in the yeah. Pokemon realm of turn-based JRPG simplicity, right? Kind mm. of, yeah. And I think it has the it like the Paper Mario thing of like time you jump on the guy's head to do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, those both look cool. They also weirdly made a point of showing about three seconds of a Peach, a oh, Princess yeah. Peach game that they're working on that'll be coming out next year. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned that they're doing a visual uh, uh, upgraded edition of Luigi's Mansion 2. Yeah. Also for next year, which again they showed off about two seconds of. Very kind of like weird pointed thing of... Because, yeah, it looked like for the rest of the year there really wasn't much on the plate. And then Mm -hmm. they do this and all of a sudden now there is quite a bit still to come in 2023. But that they Mm. were also stretching to go like, there'll be stuff coming... Next year yeah, as well. Like, especially yeah. the Mario stuff. They're like, Mario's hot, right? And he, guess what? We'll keep making Mario-related games. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, Which um, is good. They, it, it does feel like it's been a while since they were like, mm. apart from Zelda, Zelda's always been in the background for the past few years, but like, remember our main characters? Yeah. Mario and Luigi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Peach? Because like, like Odyssey was the launch year of the Switch. Mm. Yeah, late um, 2017. October or something. Mm. Yes. And when we're playing it in a tiny room in Hong Kong. That's right. Yeah. What's come out? And Bowser's Fury, I guess, was a newish yeah. Mario thing in 2021. Mm. Yeah, that sounds right. There's I probably think... been... Uh, like, they put out the, the Wii U New Super Mario Brothers, like, rem- uh, not even remaster. Like, they put that out on the Switch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah right. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, you're right. In terms of, like, a... And this is cool because it's not only like with Wanda, it's not only a a new new Super Mario Brothers. It's like it's kind of potentially its own whole new sort of franchise. Sort like of. It, I, I doubt it will be that different to the new Super Mario Brothers ones, just from how the gameplay right. looked. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. looked like that, which isn't a bad thing. It's more, yeah, like a recentering of what the the two D Mario games. Sure, but yeah, it's like terms- Odyssey and Galaxy and stuff. Where like, well, they're all sequels to sixty four, but they're mm. in a different sort of. Scenario or whatever. Yeah, I, I expect it to. Sort but in of terms like of that. like the art direction and the like that conceit of the you know going into like the weird parallel version of the yeah. levels, like mm-hmm. maybe that'll be the thing where they go, oh, now they're we're doing Mario Brothers Wonder Two. You know, like they've sure. just got that mm-hmm. little thing it's set aside as the new. Maybe I, I assume that this is the new. I I can't really see them going back now after this and doing 
a new new <laughs> Super Mario. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. This no. is what the two D Mario games are going forward. They're and like this, this is version that of it. because it's got the mo- like they showed like a couple of extra green and yellow toads yep. who mm. were clearly players. Like it, it is that those new games. Yep. But with a a, a, a different paint. Also interesting in this yeah, direct. I like Mario games. Uh, no, but I like paint. <laughs> oh man, tastes delicious. <laughs> no mention in this direct at any point of everybody one two switch, which was coming out a week I, no. after. Uh, Did they? No, they dropped the trailer no. separately. Oh, remember, sure, like right. a week before that. <laughs> no mention of everybody one two switch, but an announcement of a new WarioWare game. Yes, which is all movement based, which looks like what everyone has said the original one two switch should have been. Mm. From day one of or the Switch coming out. That this Warrior game, yeah, should have come out then. Yeah. In 2017. Yeah. Like, I'm looking forward to that too. I love the WarriorWare games. Because, yeah, what happened? They released the, the old ones? No, they no, put they, out that new one they that was. The new um, one. Yeah. God, what? Get it together? That's. Mm. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, so that was like a new thing, but right. it didn't really use the Switch controls. What was that one's gimmick? That they were slightly it, longer or something? They were a bunch little, of different uh, characters as well, right? Yeah, that was kind of right. like a platformer. You would play as a little character, each one controlled differently, and then you would get given the task. Yes. And you would have to just do it using that specific character's That's right. set of moves. And that I, I, like, I liked it, but it was, it was fun, but it wasn't like, it didn't feel like it. I don't think it. Scratched that classic warrior right. wedge for people who really love those games, which this looks like mm. it has. It, it is a bit more in that classic style of those games, and yeah, it looks. I mean, I'm not you know a big fan of the motion controlly kind of stuff, but if you are going to do it, this is the way to do it. I think mm. like very very brief, yeah, visual cues like. There's a guy skiing, so obviously, oh, okay, like not having to sit through a big, (laughs) (laughs) not having to sit through a big screen that explains, like, well, now what you're going to have to do here is tilt to the left to move to the like, Mm. literally just like here it is, figure it out, five seconds done. That was uh, smooth moves on the mm, Wii, and that one was really fun. Again, yeah, that I'm sure it's the point. They sound like perfect party games when Mm. they're that simplistic. Yeah, yeah. When it's just like, just dive in, you react instantly, don't read any rules. Yeah. Which is the perfect kind of party game. There was something where in Japan, smooth moves... Keys in the bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Joy-Cons in the hand. Close your eyes. (laughs) Smooth moves had like a slightly different title in Japanese and the the title of this new one in Japanese translates to sort of like the equivalent of like super smooth moves or whatever. Oh, cool. Ah. So this is, in Japan, this is kind of more branded as like... This is a, a like a sequel, like a right. follow on to nice. that. Great. So yeah. Why wouldn't they do that here? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what is it called here? It's called Smooth. Move It. Right. That's Warrior kind of they got the word it. move. Yeah. Yeah. Smoother moves. Mm. I wouldn't like to play that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, Super uh, Smooth Moves is a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> they called yeah. it that. Yeah. Uh so yeah, what I think those are the main things, right? Like I went into this just thinking, oh, this'll be there'll be nothing in this. There'll mm. be Pikmin, oh. there'll be Splatoon 3 DLC, there'll be Pokemon DLC, and sort of that'll be Pokemon it. There was yeah. Pokemon DLC. There was Pokemon DLC, Detective Pikachu 2. That's, That's it. That's right. Yep. So that was a 3DS game originally? Mm. Yeah. Uh, not that old either, and a, right? A, a hit motion picture starring yes. Ryan Reynolds mm. as Pikachu. I think you reviewed it on the pod, Nox. Maybe. I but remember liking it. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. Um, but. Uh, yeah, this is coming to the Switch, the the sequel, Detective yeah. Pikachu Returns. I think it's simply <laughs> yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. that um, was kind of a fun game, like mm. um, a bit slow or something from memory. Obviously geared towards like, oh, you should be able to play this if you're quite young. So sure, uh, it's more like a visual novel kind of thingy, kind of like right? a Phoenix Wrighty type of yeah, right, that yep. ish 
type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got that d- Detective Pikachu hey, helping whoa, you out. Coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking little rat or whatever. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Not, yeah, nothing else like jumps out in my memory. They from showed it. off more of uh, Pikmin 4 and yes. they shadow dropped Pikmin 1 and 2. That's under right. the eShop, which, uh, boy, I wish they had been doing that for longer. Just the like, just the like announce... Right. Announce on the direct. Here's a GameCube game. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to hype this up for five months as if it's a new new release. Right, it's just on there now with with without much fanfare. Um, yeah, I hope that's their strategy for this kind of thing going forward. Well, if it's not a full scale remake, if it yeah. is just the original sort of game. Um, and yeah, I've been fucking around with Pikmin Two a little bit. Mm, Good fun. Okay, holds up. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to four. Me too. In like, when's that out? Um, three weeks or some shit? Yeah, really soon. Yeah. There's I'm, a demo I'm, up right now. Oh, I'm, right. I'm worried to, to, I thought about like, should I go one, two and three now mm. before four? But I, it, four looks like it makes some differences, uh, some changes from those ones in a way that means maybe I wouldn't be burnt out on it, but. It seems like a lot of Pikmin and yeah. Yeah, I started to. I've played a few hours of it. I got up to a bit that was going to take me. Like I had to like start it again, and I went. This is a good time to bow out now. <laughs> sure, the new one. Right. I've, this has scratched the Pikmin itch for this week, mm-hmm. and then the new one's out in three weeks. Like, yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care enough about experiencing the original to like. Bash my head against the wall trying to do this oh, bit. You've got to come in with the full <laughs> Pikmin lore in your head. Um, Olimar, Louis. Uh, three. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was about it from the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. We, All the Arkham games are coming out on there. That's cool. weird as well. Yeah. Let's a lot see of how things, they run. A lot of things like that of, of like, okay, mm. that just seems like a long time to have waited to put out. Because the most recent one of those is eight years old. Yeah. 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 So and yeah, it was a PS4 game, so it will be interesting to. I feel like there might have been something during the week where that one will require an online connection or something. So that mm. would suggest it was one of those streaming ones. Oh sure, like they've right. done with Resident Evil Seven. And oh, I think it will also. I do know that I read somewhere the physical version of it only has one of them on there. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. On those card. little cards are always yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But good for them. Yes. Mm. But yeah, this was such an unexpectedly good direct. I think I was saying a few weeks ago that they had said in a shareholders meeting recently that they didn't quite sell the number of switches that they are expecting to in a certain quarter. So mm. this this really seemed like them going, "Oh, people are people are holding off on this now because they think it's not worth it because a new one will be coming soon." Right. Well, let's hit them with some new fucking Mario and see. Like this really felt like a we right. got to convince people that, like, it's a good time to get in. There's still stuff coming out. The mm-hmm. back catalogue's there. And it was coming out. It's coming out in October. So they've been working on that for a while, obviously, yeah. the, the Mario game. So it's not right. like they're, like, scrabbling. Mm. They're just it's still no fucking Metroid Prime 4. So that'll be on this week. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That it seems like generally people have switched into the thing of, like, well, the Switch 2's next year. People, Yeah, can, yeah like, friends who don't, who aren't really as tapped into this stuff, a few people have said to me, like, Ah, oh, is it worth getting one now, or are mm. they about to bring out the new one? I'm like, but it's still like you can still play. Well, you clearly don't care about keeping. Like you're asking me this six years into the Switch coming out, yeah. So you clearly aren't fussed about being up to date. They, they, there was a couple of things this week that were like, I'm not quite sure where they came from. 
but they one of them was like Bobby Kodak, the Activision guy, had like been talking to Nintendo at some point, and I don't know where he said this. It must have come out in the Microsoft stuff mm. that he understands the Switch 2 or he called it the next generation of Nintendo console or something. Okay. Good name. Generic yeah. like that. Yeah. Stick with yeah. that. Yeah. Super smooth moves. <laughs> yeah, he shortened it to like NX or something, <laughs> I guess. Uh, that that will um, be roughly the power of like a PS4, which it makes sense. Sure, yeah. Yep. Um, and that and Nintendo said somewhere... I feel like this was in their latest... This was another shareholder was meeting. Yeah. That they're yeah. going to carry over the Nintendo account. Yes. That, but they said it real weird where they were like, we want to make the transition to the next generation smooth for people by mm. using the Nintendo Online ID. Yes. So it didn't necessarily say anything particular about like, you'll keep your library and it'll be backwards compatible. No. Because you could get your Nintendo ID from the 3DS to the Wii U to the Switch. Like, mm-hmm. that's already been the case Yes, in, to the word, what they've said. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, yeah, people yeah. started taking it as, like, great, backwards compatible, which it, would be the smart thing. Sure, but maybe it just means, like, well, yeah, you've if you're a Nintendo Online subscriber, you know, that'll just automatically go across and you'll have access to all of those digital games... But I wouldn't even necessarily expect the digital games from the way they worded this. Yeah, right. It'll just be like, I think it. all that this promised was like, yeah, you won't have to set up a new account. Yeah, yeah they've, right. they've got so many people signed up to that thing that like, obviously they want to keep that going as the thing and yeah. not have it be like, when you get the console, you have to create a whole new... ID using mm. a whole new system. Which you haven't had to do since, yeah, for a while. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, jump the gun and take that as like, good, I can buy every digital game and sell my Switch today. Yeah. I, but. Oh, I, I, I just meant the subscription, like the old games. Uh, even know, those, like, like the virtual console and shit is stuff that they replaced between the Wii and the Wii U. Like you yeah. had to rebuy those same yeah, games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You had to. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, yeah, I wouldn't take anything as a given from mm. Nintendo, even though they have been really good about backwards compatibility in the past. Like the GameCube, you could play those discs on the Wii and the Wii on the Wii U. Yeah. So the Switch was think- kind of an aberration, weirdly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because there's such an unknown quantity with this stuff, even just them saying, oh, well, of course, you'll keep the same account name, <laughs> even yeah. that is enough of a step in the right direction for people where they're like, oh, thank God, because you just never know with them. Like right. they could go, you just never know if they'd be like, yeah, it's not a handheld anymore and uh, it's going to have a whole completely different ecosystem. Yeah, we're changing so, the name yeah. of Nintendo as well, so yeah. you can't have a My Nintendo when account. When you get it out of the box, you are going to have to go through a 45-minute sign-up process mm-hmm. where you need 10 forms of ID. Yeah. You gotta we'll make you dance <laughs> to test the little camera that's on it now. Yeah, you got to put the uh, the actual console together yourself, so you got to buy a soldering iron. Oh, Ikea style. That's <laughs> yeah. not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo are 100% the person who's like, uh, I said I can do it, not that I would yes. do it. Yeah, yeah. Very so, uh, yeah, I, j- I saw people getting excited about that mm. and I want to come along here and temper expectations, <laughs> which is such a fun thing to do. You want to pour some cold water on it. Have a little bit of fresh stream water. <laughs> isn't that great? Yeah, wake Lit- you out of your reverie. <laughs> isn't reality fun to be in? So that's Nintendo for the week. What yeah. else have we got going on? Well, though, speaking of the Microsoft thing mm. briefly... There was some cool, uh, we've talked about it, but they're like properly in court now. Yes. With mm. the FTC, I believe. Yes. And yes, Microsoft, right. you mean? 
Microsoft, I yeah. mean, yeah. You, you just went from Nintendo to like, they're in court. I, I said, speaking of Microsoft. people going, whoa. Yes. Uh, if you couldn't hear that, then I doubt you could hear me pushing my glasses back up the bridge of my nose. But Imagine being on the stand and ripping out an um, actually, in yeah. court. Um, actually, your honour. No, I said, I, yeah, sorry if I uh, said it too smartly for you to hear. But uh, yeah. Yeah. speaking Thank of Microsoft, uh, they, they are in court with the FTC. Which is a new thing, right? Right, but over the past maybe two weeks, ten days or so. Yeah, yeah. It's another step in this fucking process. Yes. But there's been what some does FTC stand for? Fuck Tommy cunt. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, Free the chicks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, my Federal tit controller. <laughs> oh, what uh, a job! Federal Trades Commission. Yes. Yeah. It's the, that's, that's the it. funniest one so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, my favorite thing out of this, there's a few things, but my favorite one is people found out how much uh, Horizon Forbidden West and Last of Us 2 cost to make, and mm. it was north of $200 million each. And the reason they found this out is because Sony had submitted no documents knows. to the court with that information redacted, but <laughs> yeah. they redacted it by marking over with a black marker on a page. Classic. Those things. You'd think That's if it's good enough for the spies, yeah. it's good enough yeah. for me. Yeah. When you scan that document, the light behind it makes it see-through. <laughs> so people could just so turn up the fucking contrast on this image and see through every redacted section nice. of that document. Incredible Going into stuff. Office Works for a refund on your black <laughs> marker and being yeah. like, uh, I tried yeah. to redact some spy documents with this fucking thing. Yeah, this might cost it, us it, a billion dollars. <laughs> I'd like my $2.70 back, thanks. It's crazy. Like, yeah, it's all stuff that, like, obviously isn't pertinent to the case or else they wouldn't have been able to redact it. Yeah, true. But it's, like, interesting stuff like that and, like, how much Call of Duty was worth to PlayStation in 2021, I think it was. They made over $800 million off of Call of Duty alone Mm. in that year. So no wonder that's such a centre focal point of this whole thing. But there's like an email from Jim Ryan, who's the PlayStation guy, to someone else, uh, obviously, or maybe he was sending it to himself just as a reminder. <laughs> but I send I emails that, to myself yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's quicker than Google Drive sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, yep. But um, he was saying in this email that like, I know that Microsoft aren't actually trying to make Call of Duty exclusive. Their plan is different to that. Things like that that for the specifics of this case might be a big deal. There was also a great pair of emails that uh, Jason Shrek... I said, I love a great pair. Oh, the federal titcom troll. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, Jason Shrek, our friend Jason Schreier, mm-hmm. uh, tweeted out. It was great. It was, uh, I think it was Phil Braun, who was a Bethesda employee. Y- yeah. I th- initially emailed someone at Microsoft mm-hmm. being like, oh, okay, um, would love to have maybe had some heads up on this so we can clarify our response. About um, like the, the exclusivity of like Starfield and yes, so on. Yes, because they, they, it was basically... Quoting stuff saying like, look, we're not going to make Call of Duty exclusive. We're, you know, we're going to just yeah bring Phil, it into the ecosystem. Phil a bit. Spencer have been out there. So they've already given Bethesda the command, basically. Of, yes. Oh, they've, yeah, they've acquired Bethesda, basically. They, they, so the, the, here's the backstory. Mm-hmm. Flashback to 1951. Space War is being developed <laughs> for the oscilloscope. <laughs> um, yeah, they'd acquired Bethesda and... Uh, said to Bethesda that like, hey, going forward, your games are Xbox games. And and publicly. And yes, exactly. They'd already yeah. said that. And then Phil Spencer's out there giving some interview where he's like, 
oh, we're not trying to make Call of Duty exclusive by buying Activision. That's not the point at all. It'll never be exclusive. So then he's sending one to like Phil Spencer and crew being yes. like, would have been great to know this because we're, we're kind of doing something different. We've been we've been advised to do that. Mm. And uh, Todd Howard is going to be out there doing interviews. So it would have been good if he'd have known this ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a second email about <laughs> the same thing to the to boys. Like, yeah, yeah, to his <laughs> colleagues at Bethesda. That was like... Uh, why are they treating us differently? They told us to do it. What's the difference between us and Call of Duty? Mm. This is crazy that they're out there without talking to us. What's going on here? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, pretty funny. And side by siding them, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. It just it was a perfect illustration. And I think it's what uh Jason said of like emailing the boss versus emailing the team of like yeah. You just phrase things a little bit differently. Yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah, I think it's totally fair. It's like, well, why is it okay to buy Bethesda and then make all of their releases Xbox exclusive and Game Pass day one it's, and, mm. and not for Call of Duty? Well, because one of them's going to court. That's <laughs> <laughs> the reason, <laughs> the I guess. The CEO of Microsoft was called in as well. I forget his name. Um, Bill Gates. No, <laughs> you, you, you've come out of your, uh, your big ice block that you were frozen in. Yes. yes. In Ben. Ben Cino Man. Ben Man, yeah. <laughs> I, can't believe, ben. I can't believe you said Encino Ben over the top of me about to say Ben Cino Man. <laughs> ben Vernel Ben. Well, that's not bad. There we go. Uh, yeah. I had to give my name at uh, at the uh, coffee shop before, and they made me give my last initial as well. Yeah, another Ben to be beating fair, you in for a yeah. coffee? Nice. To be fair, that's because you punched someone in the back of the head when you were in there, and it was the cops yeah. asking you for your my name. My height. Well, <laughs> see my license. Number. That's not relevant. <laughs> ben, policeman for Ben, <laughs> for Bem. Um, so uh, yeah, the 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 Microsoft CEO is saying like, I'd love for all Xbox games to be on every platform if I had my run of the place mm. and if I could choose things. But it's actually PlayStation who started the exclusivity competition, or he's like the leader in the market is the the one who right their business plan is exclusives. Right. Which, what about Nintendo? I, I know Nintendo also uh, have always been that. Yeah, but it it yeah the whole thing is is what he means is our enemy is has exclusive. Well, and I think yeah. what he means is like we'd like to be the only people making games. Yeah, and and put so them on every console and every platform and every phone. It, that that was kind of what I think because in the Jim Ryan one, it's like their plans are bigger than that. Right, and I think that's what he's kind of talking about there and what it's they quite wanna... clear that Microsoft are working towards is Microsoft is the video game place. Right. Everyone develops for the Xbox Game Pass platform mm-hmm. mm. and anyone can make machines that they want that all run Xbox things. Like, that, sounds, yeah, yeah. that sounds like a monopoly to me. Hey, good thing you're not one of the federal titty boys or whatever because <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be locking them up in clampers. What do they call them? Handcuffs? <laughs> No, there's some oh, older words. Clapping them in irons? Clapping them in irons. Yeah. Locking them up in clampers. <laughs> yeah. Six of one, <laughs> half a dozen of the other. Yeah, remember that guy from Futurama, Clamps? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he'd get in on the action. So all that stuff just, yeah, where, you know, being in court and everyone having a fess up. It's so oh, childish. Yeah. I love how it is such a, like, high school drama thing. Uh, it's so depressing how everything always is when it gets to that point, too. True. Like every massive company, the second they're <laughs> having to be honest in front of a group of people who are also having to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Imagine being the man well, on the ha- street, the like person who's not tapped into video games, who's just been randomly selected to do duty for this. Oh. He's in there hearing this arguing about Call of Duty being like, 
Oh, this is so boring. <laughs> Actually, it's not boring. <laughs> Where's um, Pac-Man coming out? <laughs> Why are we only being served Mountain Dew at lunch? This is awful. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's pretty weird that Sonic shat in Mario's bed. That's crazy. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's 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 all you know. No no adults an adult. Yeah, and mm. when they have to show their emails to you, you see it so clearly. <laughs> oh True. yeah. Uh, speaking of no adults being adults, yeah. What do you have a a, a, a little food based video game? Well, item we've there? talked Nintendo, oh. we've talked a bit of PlayStation and Xbox, and now it's time to talk for, to my mind, um, one of the most red hot developers mm. in video games at the moment. I'm of course talking about the McDonald's Corporation. Oh, well, red hot would be Red Rooster. Oh, I guess sure. they do the fri- the red Wait. hot fried chicken or Frank's red hot. Yep. The sauce. Yep. <laughs> that's probably what's on that chicken. True. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why they call it Red Hot. Yeah. Maybe it is a little uh, collab. <laughs> Red uh, Rooster X Franks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that. It was... Uh... Line it up overnight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a limited run. They're only making seven million wings. Well, the Maccas did that with the Szechuan sauce. That's true. And that they, went really well. That did go really well, well for them. They've mm. done it again. They have done it again. <laughs> they. Uh, it was Grimace's birthday. Uh the other week. Happy birthday, Grimace. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Grimace. Grimace. What are you? He's a taste bud, apparently. Get fucked. No, he's not. Bullshit. He's just a purple monster. Who yeah, did you he hear that from? There was at one point Who? he was meant to be a taste bud. Who said I'll sh- that? I'll shout out a fantastic Instagram account. It's called Filming in McDonald Land. And it's an actual guy who worked on all the McDonald Land ads in the 70s. Ooh. And he just shares anecdotes about like... What they were thinking when they came up with those kooky characters That's and like pretty cool. production That's sick, art yeah. and like so was Birdo because they sold chicken if they're thinking about it that much maybe I that don't ma- know that makes sense yeah I don't know if Bir- Birdo's ever come up under his radar wait not Birdo Birdie Birdie Birdie, Birdie. Birdie. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah Grimace's birthday so that whole bunch of uh, they had like a purple shake that yeah. you could get in the states can't get it here apparently um, they also put out a Grimace's birthday Game Boy Color game mm. that you can play online in your browser, but they've also people dumped a ROM of it, and it, if you put it onto like a flash cart and play it on a on an on an actual Game Boy hardware, it, it properly runs on there. Yeah, wow, which is pretty cool. It's great marketing. Like yeah. it, it took everything in my power not to be like, oh fuck, we should do a video. I thought like <laughs> we should do a video about this, but then I was like, wait, I'm playing into their hands. Yeah, I will say full credit to them. They got a company called Cruel Toys, K R O O L Toys. Great Instagram account. They're always making their own little... This guy loves Instagram accounts yeah. about McDonald's. Yeah. It's the best app. It's the healthiest app. Um, they, uh, they do I a lot of... I never would have guessed that this guy's obsessed with McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Move your hand, Yeah, Tommy. I'm wearing a McDonald's jumper that I made. Um, <laughs> what he means is it's a plain jumper and he spilled a bunch of Big Mac sauce Yeah, it's merch now. <laughs> Um, yeah, this company, Cruel Toys, they're like a, a group of developers and they make little bespoke Game Boy games mm. for... Like they do just like random art projects just for themselves. They just did one as a collab with Metro Boomin, the musician who put together the last Spider-Verse soundtrack. That's like a one-off thing for him. Um, So, yeah, they got these guys to do it, which is cool. Like it shows that someone in there has actually gone, let's get like people who know what they're doing to make this game rather than just get, you know, someone who works in the office who knows a shred of coding to just put some bullshit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I played through the browser version of it. It takes like, uh, it's pretty brief, but it's it's fun. It's a, you grimace on a little skateboard. It's, you know, challenging-ish little platformer thing that's got like, 
you know, you get like a percentage clear thing at the end. So it's kind of designed for you to run through a few times and try and get everything and beat your own times. It's cool. It's mm, well done. Okay. It's well put together. Nice. But also over there at McDonald's China, they've, mm. uh, they've come up with their own little scan mm. <laughs> where they have developed, and I got this in the mail today. <laughs> I'll hold this up for the camera. It's a big plastic McNugget yes. that has Tetris on it. Oh, my God. And uh, it's in like sort of a replica of like a Nuggets box. It does Kinda, look like yeah. Yeah, a little little Nugget pack. And Is uh, there going to be one extra Game Boy in there just <laughs> as a little treat from the... You can't play it without sweet and sour sauce. No, that's the default. <laughs> you put it in the burger... Or oh. I guess you put it in the Dreamcast yeah. well, and then you eat the whole thing and it's wow. like a secret burger. Fuck, it's huge. Yeah, yeah when I big. opened the package, when the uh, postman dropped this off and I opened the package and saw there wasn't Szechuan sauce in there, I started mm. screeching at him, <laughs> yeah, yeah. rolling around Naruto, on the ground. Naruto running. For some, I guess because it's nugget shaped, yes. it, it's like a little Game Boy thing. You, oh, this is going to sound awful crinkling into the microphone. <laughs> um, you know the those little tiny Tetris... Uh, LCD screen things you used to get in like the early 2000s. Mm. It's one of those. And because it was in the shape of a nugget, I assumed it would be the size of a nugget. But it's the size of like, I don't know. The Game Boy Micro or something? Yeah, like a phone, but thick. Yeah. Fat ass is. phone. <laughs> nice. Oh, there we go. Wow. It's functional. It's got four. Yeah, it's functional. Oh. Comes with batteries already in it. When do you ever see that? I oh. don't know if you can hear the, the fucking. Oh, that sounds awful. I hate that. <laughs> that's genuinely making me so like a- a- antsy. Yeah, that's yeah. Not I can a good... mute it. Uh, okay. Okay, it's got a mute button. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Oh, uh, now I'm just straight up playing Tetris on my McNugget. <laughs> 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 this is mad. I'm going to Vietnam in two weeks. No switch. No iPad. You don't need imagine it. I get on the eight-hour flight and uh, imagine sitting behind me and all you see for eight hours. <laughs> Is me playing Tetris on my big McNugget. I can oh. see, yeah. And it's sound on for the whole screwdriver trip. Screwdriver <laughs> out to replace the batteries halfway through the flight. Which you're allowed to have on planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but lithium-ion batteries and <laughs> screwdrivers. Go right up to the uh, to the main camera, Tommy, uh, and give people uh, a good look for the okay, all right. for the YouTube. Uh, it it it's like a shitty LCD display. Yeah, I don't know why we're fucking reviewing it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it it looks heaps Great. like I used to have a little blue like keychain one. Oh yeah, from yeah, like two thousand or something that yep. was. It was. It called itself like 165 games in one. Oh, one of oh, those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, Ninte- it was uh, Tetris yep. in 164 different variants. It feels nice. Nice buttons. Have a have okay. a feel of that. Let it looks a like a of piece of shit, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Now, when Tommy said nice buttons there, I must say, not it, to uh, be contrarian. He was contrarian, talking about your shirt, Knox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I... Hugely disagree <laughs> that these are nice buttons. I think these are. Uh, What's wrong with them? It looks gross. Feels better than a Joy-Con. <laughs> no, they're mushy and terrible. I do love. It feels like I'm pushing a nugget. I do love the concept Jeez. of a thing where, if someone didn't say to you, "This is a Tetris on a big chicken nugget," you you would be like, "Why? Yeah. What? Why is this shaped like this?" Did you leave your Game Boy in the car and it <laughs> melted? <laughs> it got oh, sun damaged you and turn, it melted. You gotta turn that off. That's killing me. <laughs> it's got a little me. M on it for McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. The LCD is displaying Tetris and a constant M. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a piece of crap. Congratulations, it really Tommy. It's a piece of Chinese crap. <laughs> when the uh, when the world heats up, you'll know you've really yeah. contributed to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. A dolphin's gonna die. 
choking on that. Mm. And then the dolphin, you'll hear the squeals of the dolphin overpowered by bing, 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 bing. <laughs> well, you know, this, this, uh, this Microsoft lawsuit, they're pulling in everyone from all corners. I can't wait to find the link. <laughs> where they managed to bring the Tetris nugget into the case. <laughs> the te- someone from Chinese <laughs> McDonald's up on the stand. It's made all other games obsolete. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Tetris how- is exclusive to the McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's a piece of dog shit that I'm surprised you got in the mail. Mm. You know something that I'd be, I'd be thrilled to get in the mail? Mm. Oh. Something not made to the standards of, will it hold together for 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. So there's a nice little sticker pack actually with it too. It looks like is that a sticker pack or yeah, just it's a little sticker pack? That may yeah. that may be the best thing about it. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, a little Mac something that doesn't come with a sticker pack, but does last uh, pretty much for as long as you'll need it to. Mm-hmm. Certainly, mine has. Uh, uh, is the pro- is the products. Of Manscaped. Yep. Yeah. Are the product of Manscaped. This is me shaving my balls. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I hated that music <laughs> wow. so I don't know if you Adam's had the... Adam's steel wool pubes <laughs> that, that set off the razor. <laughs> I do hum, the, you know, when I shave my pubes. So, mm-hmm. yep. you know, it gets, but I do it in a nice tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know if that noise, yeah, like hurt your ears as much as it did mine. It was, it was not pleasant. Yeah, boy. Anyway. Manscaped, a beautiful hum of a well-made razor, chopping at your ball <laughs> hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, they make great products that are for personal grooming. Yep. Yes. And uh, I use them and enjoy them. Yeah, the Lawnmower 4.0 is the current uh, body hair trimmer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. It uh, it does the job. No nicks, no cuts. Uh, it's got a little uh, length attachment, so you don't have to go full Baby style. <laughs> Baby style. Yeah. I don't okay. know if that's the, the term that we're uh, asked to use. But yeah. <laughs> full, full bald. Uh, so you can adjust that. Um, I uh, I have two and I use one on my face. It's a great beard trimmer. They are coming out with a beard trimmer as well. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the lawnmower 4.0, fantastic. The Weed Whacker 2.0. It's doing my nose. It's doing my ears. And that's all I'm willing to say on the podcast. Those are the yep. main holes of the face, mm-hmm. other than the, the mouth. Yeah. Always thinking it's the fucking pr- yeah. the main character. Yeah, but no. there's no hair in the mouth. And if there is, then go see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also tell your doctor, hey, I can stay here for a bit extra because I got 20% off and free shipping on my Manscaped order by using mm. the code FILTHY. That's right. And your doctor will say, just <laughs> bend over. <laughs> that's very good for you to pass the savings on to your doctor. <laughs> Boy, he's hard up. He's really struggling at the moment. Yeah, it is true though. You wouldn't be telling your doctor a lie. It'd be twenty percent off on free shipping if you use the code Filthy when you go to Manscaped and you uh, buy one of their products. Yeah, or yeah, several or however many you need. Mm. But I recommend doing that. And while you're there, clicking away on your little computer, yeah. mm. tapping and typing away on your device, your little McNugget that you're buying things yeah. on. Uh, I bet that is maybe the only device that cannot. Have NordVPN on it. <laughs> you guys will be. You get, we'll see who's laughing when I mod it, so I can play Skyrim on it. You know what? <laughs> then I will need to incorporate one into the Infinity Machine. <laughs> yeah, true. If you end up doing that, so please don't figure that out. But you keep your Infinity Machine protected using NordVPN. I make sure that I can. It. It. The word infinite means I should be able to go anywhere in the world, mm. and I can travel with NordVPN by doing exactly that. It's uh, a really useful tool to have a VPN, and NordVPN is the one that uh, we all use. Yeah, and yeah. Recommend. And if, if you travel as well physically, mm-hmm. then having NordVPN on your device means you can still access your home-based 
uh, you know, services. You can get your Netflix Australias. You can get your uh, wherever, whatever, you know. Shakira style, you can go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, nordvpn.com slash filthy is a place to go and have a look at their yeah. stuff because they yeah. make a good VPN and uh, it's the one that we recommend and also happen to have that discount for. You get a yeah. bonus month. You do. Yeah, start up. Imagine that same doctor telling you you've got one extra month. <laughs> oh. You'd be clicking your little heels together in the air like an old chimney sweep. That's I'll right. Using fall it. over on your head and squander the month. <laughs> I'll be using NordVPN while I'm in Vietnam to get on 10Play and catch the project every night. Just <laughs> keep up to date with the Australian news delivered nice. differently. They're calling him the man who's enjoying his <laughs> Vietnamese holiday the least. We've got I'll him be, here on the project. I genuinely will be. Uh, I'll be in the UK in September, and I'll be using my VPN to watch the footy. Oh. Uh, the AFL footy finals are in September. So, yep. uh, wish I'd said that. <laughs> <laughs> NordVPN.com/slash/filthy. Go there, or stay here <laughs> and mm. listen to us. Yeah. Talk about. Uh, hey, you could do both. Honestly, multitask, baby. Yeah. Unless yeah. you drive and listen to this, in which case, pull over. Sign up for NordVPN. <laughs> Get driving again. Yeah. Sorry, I was late, you. boss. <laughs> uh, wait, you're protected on the internet now? Oh, it's fine then. Please. Don't worry about you're it. You're the boss now. <laughs> uh, well, we've all been playing a game. Yeah, this game features several bosses, actually. <laughs> they're, they're some of my favourite parts. Mm. Uh, we've all been playing bloody Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, for like a week now. Yes, sir, we certainly <laughs> Yeah, so this game, it's the 16th in the Final Fantasy franchise. <laughs> now, you'd think common sense would tell you you were right. Yeah, no, there's actually, there was 13 2, wasn't there? There was also. Oh, there's a fuckload. There's World of Final Fantasy. Yes. There's Dissidia 012. Like, there's. Yeah, Final Fantasy 4, The Crystal Chronicles. Final Fantasy 4, The After Years. Yeah. There's all sorts <laughs> of bullshit, and uh, there's yet another confusing entry. In uh, Final Fantasy, but this is yeah the 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 sixteenth uh, numbered release. Yeah. yeah, the mad lads at Creative Business Unit <laughs> Three are at it again. Yeah. I swear yeah. we'll be more creative after the name, but that's <laughs> gotten our boring part out of the way. That's it. Well, they're focused on their games so for the most part. They are. Uh, it's a lot of the people from the fourteen team, right? Who have been working on this one. It's um, them and also the combat designer. From the Devil May Cry franchise. And there's mm. some Kingdom Hearts people here as well, I think. There's like yes. a lot of different hands. Oh, some people who worked on 12 as well. Right. Which, which may also be the 14 ones, but yeah. And this is kind of similar to 12 in some ways, like the story and things like that. It's it So... Okay, where, where to start? Where to Fantasy begin? 16? We all played the de- uh, the demo yes. and we were very, very impressed by that. Yes. Very um, slick, very polished. Cinematic stuff was mm. engaging. Yep. The story seemed like it was going to be very, very interesting from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, beautiful polish, you know, the user interface, all of that shit looks very nice. Yep. It... it yeah. I I've agree. Been, I don't really know where to begin. I've been enjoying this game. <laughs> mm. Uh plenty i think the combat is very good yep once it lets you play it enough Mm. uh my major thing with the game so far that is my my primary negative point (laughs) uh mr federal titty commissioner that's why i'm speaking (laughs) like this is you are under oath you realize that yeah i uh uh i don't I think it's paced way too slowly Mm. and the pacing of the story and like the development of the combat and stuff like that reminds me of 13 in a way, which was massively derided at the time and has some similar um, 
some some aspects of this game are similar to it in that like it's quite linear for mm-hmm. the most part and yeah. all of that sort of thing. I think the characters are less annoying than the thirteen ones were at least early on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the writing of them is is okay, mm. and the story is pretty good. I think there's like a noticeable reduction in like. Especially with 15 being the last sort of main one. The whole thing of that is you got your four boys yes. and they're bonding on a road trip yep. and they all sort of develop and they've got characters and they're personalities. They're helping each other overcome obstacles. And yeah. yeah. I'm kind of missing that aspect of Final Fantasy games of like the, the traveling group. Yeah. Cause Even just like having a party, like I know that it's gone to more of a focus of being action oriented and I like I think the combat's great I don't mm. really have an issue with that but it does you have people that join you but you're never playing as them you're not mm. having to like shuffle people in and out of your party you're yeah. not having to like learn other people's sort of like strengths and weaknesses and switch around them in battle and I I just do like I'm enjoying the combat and I'm enjoying the story and that's good because to me that's literally all that's here and yes. I kind of wish it feels like it's just missing one extra little element that would be really pushing it into like all timer territory for me. Like maybe a bit more exploration or like, yeah, having a party that you were like switching around between. Like right. you were in Seven Remake, which feels sort of similar combat wise to this, but just had a little more to it where you had to be thinking a little bit more while you're yeah. in battle. Yeah. You, you play this whole thing as Clive. Yes. Mm. Um, the, the, the main character. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll share my thing, and then we, maybe we start from the start after. Like, um, so yeah, I, I think it's good game. <laughs> it's good game. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we got this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't feel. I think we differ on this a bit, uh, Knox. I don't feel that it is a Final Fantasy game in almost any way, except for there's chocobos. Like, I don't. There's no. There's not enough of a connection to what I I like feel is Final Fantasy, um, but it is a enjoyable, polished, triple A action game um, with I think severe um, sort of uh, deficiencies in like uh, character motivation and and like general storytelling and uh, and there's a lack of complexity to it, which I feel is a drawback. I think yeah, the, a lot of that complexity is 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 sort of um, placed in with an eyedropper right. over the course of the game. That that yeah, is maybe just a touch slow. But I've, I've seen other people say that same Final Fantasy thing as well uh, of like it not seeming like a Final Fantasy game. Which yeah, I don't. I I I can see the evolution of how these games have ended up here. You know, if you look mm-hmm. at what they did with seven remake and then 15 and then like just kind of go, it, it feels like it's on that same trajectory to me here. And then the whole thing is like, uh, you got the big monsters and you got the the crystals and you know, it's mm. doing a lot of the gameplay is certainly like uh, a significant change though for final fantasy where it's all real time. And it's like a very much an action game. Yeah. yeah. You can see that devil may cry thing here. And I'm really enjoying that combat combat. Once it gives you a little bit of, um, leg stretching to do because mm. it takes a fair while of it being pretty easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you have I, these, I, yeah. uh, you have your elemental stuff. But and it's then not element. yeah. No. Or, or not even that, but you have your little like special attacks. Yes. And yep. then you you get, a- you access, like you gain the power of like a different element and you think, 
oh, okay, this is really going to open up now because I'll have all these different attacks. And all I was finding was they're just – they do basically the same damage. They function yeah. basically the same as the ones you already have. All it really does is just give you a couple more options so that you're not as hindered by the cooldown. Yes. Like, it, like to get that first batch of new attacks and think like, oh, now it's really going to open up and it's like – Oh, this is just it's more just more of attacks. The same yeah. sort of I attacks. think it's like, when you when you get into the the bigger enemies and like going on the later hunts and like it takes a while before it starts giving you stuff that is difficult enough that you need to think about them differently. Where yeah. like so you the system is that you have all of these different uh, they're called icons in this who will be essentially like weapons that you're switching between almost. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. A different sort of group of, of special attacks. It's funny, it is, they are different they, elements. And they but are they, elements, yeah. so it's stupid that they don't, uh, not so stupid, th- but it's weird no, that they don't have any practical... There's no str- uh, elemental strengths or yeah. elemental weaknesses to any it, of the enemies or to you. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I think is like, I get that like maybe that would be interesting, but also I tend to find... If something is weak to blue, you always use blue. And so it almost restricts you more than... You know what I mean? Yeah, mm. but I, I think it's better than everything is... Nothing is weak or strong to anything. I think when... Mm. Like when I think it's. I think the way you put it, Tommy, is, is yeah, kind of how I feel about it as well. It's just more of the same thing. But the only benefit to unlocking these extra icons is... L- you can cycle between the the attacks while the, you're waiting for the other ones to recharge. That is yeah. recharge. Fun- functionally true once it's so easy, but once it gets harder, like... I some st- of haven't the- found it hard yet. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm st- slightly ahead of you story-wise, and I, I reckon I've died three times playing this game. There's, like, one boss and a couple of hunts that are essentially, like, big boss animals that I found it with and can see it starting to... Um, pepper in a bit more of that stuff and you can see that the system has room for it so for example Mm. there's an attack uh, in like the second one that you get that is like uh, when you use it you'll dodge back a bit and then launch forward and do an attack and Mm -hmm. if you time it so that it actually works as a dodge then it'll do extra damage there's some that are area based and that will get Mm -hmm. multiple enemies there are some that will do lots of damage to uh, one enemy and the, the differences are not game changing yep. between them but they they you do get different attacks you know they don't yeah. it's not like all just kaboom but i agree that like especially in the sort of first half which i think you and i have both done and yep. like are yep. into the sort of back half yep. of like the main stuff and then i've been doing all the side stuff as it's popped up yeah it's it's like it's got more depth and it's requiring you to uh, interact with. Well, right. to be clear, I don't think I would be really noticing that so much in the combat. I f- kind of feel like for where I'm at, so I'm like maybe a quarter to a third of the way through. So this might change, but this is still a significant chunk of the game into not be doing any of this. There's very little in the way of exploration. Like any yeah. of the like movement around the areas I'm doing is that it still is treating me like I'm at the like first 10 minutes of a JRPG where it's like, you're walking a hundred meters and then there's a cutscene or a yeah, fight. And so if I was yeah. doing, and I know that like that essentially <laughs> every game is repetitive, like yeah. that's what they are. But, you know, I kind of feel sort of the same way about God of War where there's a uh, Ragnarok, where there's something where you realize every game that you're playing is repetitive and sometimes you're loving it. So you don't notice or you don't care. Mm-hmm. But then once you do notice it, you really do notice like I walk for a bit and then I'm fighting people in an arena and it like, yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake was 
it had tons of cutscenes. It had all that kind of stuff. But then you would get into a little town and you would be walking around doing little bits and bobs and stuff in between all these bits of combat. This just does feel like I'm watching 20 minutes of a movie, doing a fight, walking 100 metres and repeating. So if I was doing like maybe if there was like a bit more of a gameplay element to it that I was finding a bit more satisfying, maybe I wouldn't be noticing those things in the combat as much, mm. you know, or I'd be a bit more able to like mm. see past it because it's a bit more of like a rounded thing. But it just, yeah, it is like giving you a couple of side quests every now and then that you can do, but yeah, they're not like, it doesn't feel like exploration. It feels, there are yeah. literally yeah. two like, at a time or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Even and something I think like with, Bayonetta, with, you know, you're doing mm. the, sorry, you're doing the same like yeah. combat, but you're exploring a bit like, yeah. It, and it, and it like needs it quicker. And it's the same as with 13 where that was so linear. And then at like 30 hours or something, it opened up, Yeah, which I think this is doing a similar thing, but a difference Maybe is that like I think people noticed it so much in thirteen because you always had a map on the screen in right. the corner, yeah, and it literally just looked like a line, yeah, yeah. And this, hey, you've got to press the the touchpad to go to the map. Sometimes there's a fork in the road that immediately rejoins itself. I know again. they've got these weird <laughs> yeah, little hooks, yeah. and yeah, you're just you're you're driven along this this. Uh, line, which again, plenty of games do, but I think the speed at which it's driving you is too slow. Right yeah, in this game, yeah. where like uh, it, it's it, it's in small ways as well as like overall, where like it shouldn't take twenty hours before it starts opening up, and then also if you're going into a cutscene to talk to people, it shouldn't take five seconds to pan down before they start talking <laughs> every right. time. And it's I just- saw what was that thing? The millennial pause. Yeah, you know where yeah, about yeah, you yeah. filming a selfie that happened to Clive in one of the cutscenes. It, it kind of <laughs> was so weird. He just was like, uh, anyway, <laughs> it's it's really oddly directed in that way where yeah. like it it is. Yeah, let's talk about the story. That's what I kind of meant to like bring us back to the story because it starts out so strong. Like we were all talking mm. after the demo that it really comes out of the gates and it does do a lot of stuff really well in regards to how it's presenting the story. The active time law thing I think is Mm -hmm. such a great function that I've seen a lot of people say this should just become the default in a game like this that has a scrolling story. You can hold onto the touchpad thing at any point and it just brings up a little context-sensitive glossary of Mm. like who – yeah, in that scene, who's this person, here's this city they're talking about. And it is so helpful especially for something that is steeped in – so much lore and often in stuff like this I tend to, you know, I'll accidentally have just like switched off for five seconds and missed a key part of information that I'm just at arm's length for the rest of it. So I have found it very easy to keep engaged with it the whole way through because the minute you're like, wait, what? what's the city they're talking about? Then you quickly go in, oh, okay, right, right, great, great, great. Yeah, and it it hasn't really been used as a crutch where like uh, they're not bothering to make stuff make sense in context without digging into that like the, it is, sure, i haven't yeah. been using that at all right because to me it's like the the codex that you've gotten in like so many games of like you know you had that in like mass effect or yeah whatever, yeah where it's like, yeah, yeah so, it reads and, like the yeah. sort of thing where they have this written down internally when they're working on the game it's kind of like their style bible and like yeah, yeah. well why wouldn't you just put that in there for people to just access like you know they've they've thought about the backstory of these mm. 
cities, whether or not they're having characters express that. It's like a fantasy book that just yeah. has the map yes. at the start or yeah. whatever. Like, it's got, like, here are the main houses and, like... But, yeah, it, it starts off strong. It felt like it was setting up all of these characters who are interlinked. Their motivations are going to affect each other. There's a bit of, you know, uh, resentment. There's some, like, you know, uh, there's maybe a betrayal that happens. There's, you know, there's, Political dealings and then different yeah. warring countries. And then I think it very quickly... Um, you very quickly lose investment in most of what's happening. I think, like, the main through line of your character, Clive, mm-hmm. it becomes... <laughs> yeah, it's sick that his, his name's, name's Clive. Clive. It's the best thing about him, honestly. <laughs> he, he Initially, his only character trait is, like, um, I want to I find... I want to get revenge. Yep. Uh, and that morphs into a, something else, which is also just one character. Like, I think he's very simplistic... Um, and and there's not a lot to hang yourself on, which is not always required, even in a Final Fantasy game specifically, mm. like a sort of blank slate main character is okay. But I think because there is that lack of a real party, real um, sort of group dynamic, a, a mass effect, from, you know, all your mates on the ship, it, 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 it leaves me feeling a little cold when it comes to investing in the story people kind of come and go and then a new person is and even those people yeah and those people themselves there's not very many of them that are interesting right and there's not very many of them full stop yeah yeah i don't think i found it quite as unengaging as that like it's been fine but it is very like young adult fantasy type book Mm -hmm. del toro quest is one that you reminded me of the other day where it's like uh the, the the stuff is all very like damn there's a big thing and you got to get it and uh <laughs> yeah. there's been at least two times so far in the like 25 hours or something that I've played of it so far and I'm doing the side stuff when it pops up so yep. I, I don't I think I'm maybe just over halfway through the story or something I I don't understand how you're not like so sick of it because <laughs> all that side stuff i haven't engaged with much of it but it's so much worse even than the main stuff it's it's so like shallow it's a lot of a guy being like oh man i fell over while i was walking to the town and i lost my fucking pocket knife <laughs> yeah. and then you go find the pocket knife and he's like yeah that's my pocket knife now fuck off scum <laughs> yeah like yeah. everyone's so rude to you it, it's great like it does the- this bizarre thing at the very start of it where it something happens <laughs> that That's is crazy. sort of the crux of the beginning of the story mm-hmm. and you are then sort of trying to – Clive is like trying to solve this mystery mm. and it then <laughs> delivers an answer to the mystery – that is presented as a big surprise. This is what I was going to say. That this has but, happened at least twice. Yeah. Where yes, but the, you're like, but it. Sh- but that's what it was obviously. Yeah, it, it's like it's. I, and weird. I like me and my friend were talking about it, and then I talked to you guys about it. And we're like, because like I, I sort of saw it and interpreted it in a certain way, mm-hmm. and then they start talking about it differently. I'm like, hi, huh, I guess I just read that wrong. Right. And then you do four hours, and then it's like, it was just along. It's like, but wait, wait am I? Am I meant to have had that response as yeah, the viewer? I've had it's meant to be a twist. Same exact thing. There's what been is going on? Two twists where yeah. I'm like, I haven't been sitting here fucking super genius Sherlock mind palace <laughs> yeah. figuring it all yeah, out. Moving like, stuff around. There was yeah. one where I was like, oh, it's, I'm probably just thinking that these characters look similar or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I must have it right. And then it is that. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, it's, it's impossible to tell whether the game is trying to give you the sort of like 
you know, om- omnipresent, you know, like mm. you are meant to be in on this and like... Yeah. But the characters aren't, yeah. Yeah, or whether you are, or whether it does think it's tricked you. It's it's impossible to tell. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's funny in that way because like, and I'm like, it's not poorly written, I don't think. Like the dialogue is fine and... It's I, better than a lot of games, yeah. I yeah. think the characterization, I agree that Acting's like... great. It's fairly, um, like Jill especially, I'm like, man, mm. they didn't really give her much do, but like... Also, like... <sighs> Chuck a love interest in for someone. Uh, so like w- romance is interesting. <laughs> there is a letter that you get at your desk that is from Jill. Yeah. Right. I don't think this is, well, maybe it is a spoil. I don't know. I don't want to spoil things. But like the the way the letter is written <laughs> yes. is extremely different to how the pair ever oh, acts together. Like, interesting. So, uh, yeah, it... it, it, it it, it's yeah. odd in that way, and I think it, that just the whole thing is like it's okay for me. This has been, but like it is, it is crawling along at such mm. an odd pace that um, I have found myself getting a bit bored sometimes. But I'm going and doing all those side things, and they uh, you can see the sort of MMO, um, yeah, right, um, uh, uh, plasma in the game's blood mm-hmm. that like is. They're a little fetch questy and whatever, and it's right. go here and kill these. But I'm looking for any excuse to kill a couple scorpions because sure. I'm really enjoying the combat. It is really good, yeah. And I mean, it looks fantastic. It looks um, great. That's yeah. why I wish I was exploring a bit more in these environments because you get into a little forest and it's like, wow, this really looks great. Mm. And then you literally just walk up a path a bit, <laughs> it's a and canal then that's down it. The that's thing. all you. And yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy VII remake did have bits like that as well. Where every Final Fantasy these, game yeah. other than fifteen and I guess 14 and 11 has mm. kind of been like that for the majority of it too. Yeah, yeah but it yeah. also still had areas where you were spending a decent amount of time in it sort of exploring and meeting people and, and they were, going I think back and forth. And there was more visual variety because I think, yeah, I noticed at a certain point in this that the, like, the first sort of linear thing where you end up at a big boss and it's like, I guess it's a long set piece, takes place in a series of grey rooms that kind of looked like they were like modelled and then not textured. Right. <laughs> and then after that, there's a series of uh, more grey rooms that you go from one to the next. And then there's like a castle that you fight through and it's all gr- like it just like there are interesting, well-designed bits and some of the cutscenes look fucking incredible. Yeah. But weirdly, there are these extended sections, I reckon maybe four so far. And yeah, we're about halfway through-ish mm. that are just like a series of grey rooms connected by a door that is there so they can load in the next bunch of enemies. Right. right. I haven't found those as as drab as that because, mm. like, part of it is, of course, the style is in this, like, uh, uh, dreary, muddy fantasy type mm. of thing. Yeah. But, uh, y- y- yeah, it's, some of it is, like, well, if you're doing that, then, yeah, this castle looks like a fucking castle. Yeah. And it's all bricks. But the, So that doesn't mean that if you've picked a style that leads to things looking drab, that that's okay. Right, right. You know like, I mean? I, like, it's it's not fair to compare every game to Elden Ring, but, like, big-scale fantasy thing. Mm. It's like, I never I never felt that way playing that game. Yeah. I fe- like, yeah, it's I've, I've found it fine in that respect, but also it's, it's, it's not, like, I suppose, standing out necessarily in that way. It just look, it reminds me of The Witcher and stuff like that, where it's mm. like this sort of like vaguely European-y kind of fantasy muck yeah. for the most yeah. part. I like the cinematic fine, stuff in the battles where it'll cut and it's, it's very just like quick time sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. I do think like the seamless way that you'll be 
doing gameplay and then it cuts to this, you know, different angles and close-ups and people getting thrown around, even though it is just an excuse for you to do a quick time event. I do think that looks really cool and impressive with how seamlessly that just kind of, you know, kicks off and then chucks you back into gameplay. It is The music's fucking awesome too. The music's great. I'm really, really liking all the music and like how they're weaving that into like it. I, I really like this and I don't know if it happened in other Final Fantasy games where the battle theme is sometimes like uh, layered on top of the sort of area music. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, where I, I've that just sort of coming in and, you know, like a fucking Banjo-Kazooie track when yeah, you go yeah, underwater. Yeah. That works really well and I'm enjoying all of the music. And yeah, the yeah. music's great. I really like the approach to uh, accessibility slash difficulty where at the start oh, yeah, of the game sure. it asks you, do you want to focus on action or do you want to focus on story, which you're seeing... More and more, it's not just like, do you want easy, medium or hard? Like, I think, you know, often the thing that's changing around the conversation with difficulty is that it's not about, you know, it's not just about your skill level. It's about your actual ability. Like some people just do not have the mechanical ability to play games to the same extent. Mm. So it has that that it asks you at the start. And then it also gives you um, right away a series of rings that you can equip that either give you like you dodge perfectly every time or you heal automatically and they're just given to you. They're not, you know, mm. they're not like an as, as like a, an easy setting that you toggle on in the menu. They're a piece of equipment that you can choose to equip and you can look at them and go, oh, I see what this is doing here. This is making yeah. it a little bit easier and you can equip all of them if you want, but then if you have them on, you may not be able to equip other stuff. I just really like the way that that is very – it's sort of done without judgment. It's done mm. without saying you're making this part of the game right. easier. It's just like, hey, this will just change this for you if you want. I think that's like such like an important little thing to, yeah, to to have to just make things a bit more accessible for I, people. That- I, I do wish it had it in the other direction from the start too, because there's yes. a Final Fantasy mode mm. that you unlock after you finish the main game, which I haven't done yet, and you can do a new game plus. But that is a harder mode and right. it changes up where the enemies are and what types mm. of things and everything like that. And that sounds cool because I'm finding it a little easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish that you could go in. I would have gone in on that yes. from, from, the right from the start. That's yeah. probably the best. Like it's Yeah, I think I'd prefer that. But I think as someone who is like not engaged in the story, it's I'm like just rolling straight through it. I'm not having to like reload or anything. The, the times you do die... The only options are retry and we'll refill all of your potions. Yeah, refill all it your gives potions. you the whole... <laughs> and, it, and the quick. enemy is like down to, to basically oh, yeah, to the health point. that they yeah. had... I only like died once so far to, yeah, that enemy at the top of the sort of castle thing was the first time where it was like, no, this this person's trying. Yeah, right. Um, but and, the, and that was funny to see like, oh, I guess I went to the fucking shops in between. Nice. Yeah. Or, and the, the other option is... Just quit to the title. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, right. that. That's it. You don't get to like. I mean, you can quit to the title and reload your last save, and mm. then you go in in the same state. But I, guess so. it, I think the whole thing is, I think, designed to be very accessible. Because the, the, yeah. the combat is, I guess, to go in a bit more of that, if you haven't played this one, and it is different from past Final Fantasy games. It is a lot more similar to something like a Devil May Cry. Yeah, you're doing. Like you've you're it's that type of attack where you're sort of snapping to the enemy, mm-hmm. zipping over to them. Yep. You've got a, two sort of different types of attacks that you can chain together to, like, do your normal things. And then if you hold R two and push either square or triangle, you have uh, a special ability that will have those cooldowns. You can switch between the different sets of abilities with L two, mm. and then circle in those different sets will do a different sort of move based on that. 
and like it's all it's that sort of thing where there's like five or six different kind of types of attacks and Mm -hmm. you can switch between them but the way it's all laid out once you get your head around it just flows really satisfyingly yeah it does feel really really good i think i i like it more than the bayonetta games for for some whatever reason i just how it's you know the feel of it in this um and i guess yeah the the like particle effects and the the impact of your hits is so like well visual it feels so chunky Mm, and mm. responsive and like it 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 really is well made and i'm i'm looking forward to the game giving me more access to it yeah 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 it doesn't i don't think it quite the the perfect dodge thing that you do doesn't Mm -hmm. quite feel as good as it does in bayonetta but it's like way more of a part of the bayonetta combat right than it is here especially in well in all of them yeah yeah yeah. that thing where you really slow down time you get that a bit here but you don't get that same feeling and the window's quite large in this and like yeah yeah. i think i'd love to be able to change the buttons myself because like the the dodge is on r1 which is it takes a while to get used to yeah definitely and i'm still pushing circle sometimes which means like instead of dodging i'm fucking going right up in front of their attack and yeah you also have a parry which it, it does also does a slowdown thing more than the the dodge I think yeah um but the parry is literally just like eh, attack at the same time they attack you yeah so you kind of just do it anyway by accident a lot especially yeah. you get like a god of war Spartan yes. rage thing later on and that Your limit lets, break <laughs> it lets you do a ton of attacks one after the other and the number of times I've accidentally parried yeah I think that's the main time I parry yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. during that it's yeah it's weird though it's really hard to know because it it is. It's such a polished product. Like it, it's not glitchy or anything. It's not buggy. Certainly not in any ways that I've encountered. It looks great. Yeah, the environmental design and the like. It kind of reminded me of Death Stranding, where mm. so much effort was put into like that. Looks like a real mountain. Right. That, that's real. Gr- that's like, mud. Yeah. Yeah. It looks so so real. Yeah. The, the monsters and stuff like that too have that cool Final Fantasy type of design where yeah. there's. Lots of little bits of detail to them, and uh, they 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 look really uh, good. Yeah, they look really good. <laughs> it, They've incorporated some of the like real classic Final Fantasy uh, creatures, and some of them are like mini bosses and stuff, and like all of that's really fun. It reminds me of God of War three, or like just that the whole previous God of War franchise before it rebooted. Of like, yeah, you're just kind of mashing the attack button and yeah. jumping around the screen. And, and that kind of scale that it does sometimes mm. is is similar to and it, it totally. looks really great. Totally. Yeah, it it but like it's it's a, it is like a high quality product in so many ways, but it's it is really hard to know yeah, whether to recommend like because yeah, just based off the demo, I really thought, ah, oh, this is a you know, this could be this could be an all timer. It's mm-hmm. I was like this could even take a run for, you know, the spot up the top of the game of the year rankings. And then yeah. now I just feel like I'm, yeah, there was just something about after that, like that twist that just didn't feel like a twist where it kind of, it, it just sort of took the wind out of, I was like, I don't, I don't get what this is. I don't get what response this is expecting me to have. Like I was yeah. really liking the writing and the story and I was prepared to, give it the benefit of the doubt and think like, oh, it'll open up soon. Like I'm kind of really enjoying the thrust of this and how cinematic it is. Yeah. And it just like, I just kind of hit this point where I was like, oh, I don't, was, am I meant to be caring? Is this meant to be blowing me away? Because I, 
that's what I thought happened six hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, what have I been on this chase for? I'm, like, I'm really hopeful that, and like, I've been enjoying the combat enough the whole way through, and the story is fine and like propelling me still. Like, there is a clear thing, and like, every time you go somewhere, you know why you're there. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's doing that well, but I'm, I'm hoping that. Because I've found a similar thing where like the pacing is just like, uh, and it's just gotten f- flatter for a patch, but it feels like I'm on an upward okay. curve now with with both aspects. Sure. And I'm looking forward to even if the story doesn't pan out, the co- just being able to stretch that really good combat that is that has something there. Yeah. I wanna I wanna stretch that. I wanna be let loose in a in a china shop it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like it's going that's going to happen after you finish the game and start it again i on yeah and at <laughs> that point so it's like i'm just realistically not likely to do that right yeah so but like the hunts and stuff have been nice so far i've enjoyed that type of thing so i'm hoping it just packs more of that into the back half again like 13 style mm. um yeah, but I and it's it's good. I like it. That's it. I think end of the day, my my opinion is that if this was presented as Devil May Cry Seven Dark Fantasy, mm. uh, I'd probably be like, "Wow, this is really surprising." Because I played the last Devil May Cry and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was an enjoyable game. It was fun. It was over the top. It was you know Bayonetta esque. Um, but coming into this being like you know loving. 7 remake mm. enjoying 15 uh as opposed to a lot of people you know i thought it was pretty fun i like yep. 15 too um it, yeah this just didn't uh fulfill my expectations that doesn't mean it's bad but uh that's i can only give my perspective yeah. it's, it's what it is it it feels yeah I, w- <laughs> I wonder if it's like they've done away with the turn-based combat. What a shame! They call it Final Fantasy in name only. You can't even ride a chocobo. It's his unbelievable. Na- his name's Clive. <laughs> Have you ever heard of anything so stupid? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I, I, I'm not bothered by it. Being like the Final Fantasy sort of, if you take that last, and it's like two decades of them being super weird now. It makes sense that this is like them going, okay, this... And that series has always love, been about reinvention. Yeah, in a I do lot of love ways. that they fucked with it to this extent. Me like, too. I think for better or worse, like, I do kind of like that they that they had a go. It is. It, it still is very fascinating to me that, yeah, in the same year you've had a Zelda and a Final Fantasy, both Japanese RPGs, both been around roughly the same amount of time, and one of them is, like, very cinematic without a ton of gameplay, tight mm. combat. The other one... Combat's there, not much in the way of cinematics. They're there, but you have to really hunt them out, and it's all ga- like it's mm. p- it's pure gameplay. Yeah, like two completely different sides of the coin from yeah these two things that do share like a lot of DNA. It, it's yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I just I like I wish it would let me. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just it's just felt slow. Is my my criticism, but it has made me a bit bored of the parts of the game that I am enjoying. Right, makes sense. Shall we hear from some patrons? I'd I love think to. we should. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. Let us see. Uh. Tolkien Taters, our old mate. Oh yeah. TT. Um. Final Fantasy 16 is a completely non-punishing linear action game. I get it's not what some people want. Ben in brackets, not in actually, but that's me. But it does a great job being a bombastic spectacle filled fantasy adventure. And I love it for that. Honestly, it's delivering what I wanted from God of War Ragnarok with a great set of characters. Okay. Interesting. That is fair. I mean, it do, we should say it does do 
even though the pacing of the story is weird, I'm finding early on, it does deliver a lot of big... It just does start throwing set pieces at you that are very big and impressive mm-hmm. pretty quickly, yes. which is cool. Yeah. I it, Yeah, it's funny that the, the, the set of characters thing is just what made me think of this because one of the main characters is a dog. Yeah. And that dog, even though he's pretty much the only guy who's with you for, like, all of the time, uh, you... Like, I, this is within the first three hours of the game. Mm-hmm. And so that as a percentage, but this is maybe a, sort of a spoiler, but it just shows a thing of where I'm like getting put at arm's length sometimes with the game. Mm. You lose him when you're a kid, you see him 13 years later and you're like, oh, that's that dog. Anyway, and like, it's just <laughs> odd how like yeah. how much that sort of moment of like, what the fuck, where's he been? Doesn't yeah. happen. Totally. And that that is the sort of tone of it that, that crops up from time to time where you're like, that's odd. Oh, yes. When I get home, I won't have seen Cupid for three hours and yeah. I'll be losing my fucking mind. <laughs> Maybe it's more about, yeah, me having like a childish relationship with dogs where I'd be like, whoa, hey, hey, no, you're a big now. <laughs> I really, I feel that, that about most of the plot points where it's like, Oh yeah, that's happened. I don't really care, and I don't feel like you're making me care. Like that's well, that, that, yeah. With that twist that I was talking about, there's a there's a, a then it like that gets revealed, but then you've also been hunting this person, and then it goes back into you doing this quest of hunting this person, and I was like, well, but we know the thing. Like, why <laughs> am I still hunting this person? And then out loud, Clive goes. Why am I still hunting this person anyway? I'm like, well, okay, so you get it. Like, yeah. why, like why is the game saying to me, There's like, what yeah. are we doing? The, the main thrust of your character's, like, um, 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 uh, you know, propulsion, uh, their, their uh, goals, their aims, their quest, everything you're doing in, mm. like, the middle third of the game up until now, I'm like... I don't get the plan. <laughs> it's like, wait, you're you're trying to solve this problem by doing this? Yeah. This right. feels like you're kind of the bad guy almost. Well, I can't I didn't th- Yeah, I found that fine. I sort of had almost the opposite thing of like, oh, this plan I is like so straightforward that I'm bored by it. Mm. Right. Almost, you know what I mean? Uh, but also, also like I think if yeah, if I don't think about it, I'm like Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's yeah. I guess so. But if I I gave it a second thought, it was like, but isn't this like kind of a shitty thing to do if everyone re- relies on this? I kind of like that aspect of it though, where it's like, yeah, like, uh, I, it's classic Final Fantasy shit, where like seven opens with you blowing up the Mako reactor. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's so I, I'm sort of into that, but it's just that like everyone sort of explaining why they're gonna do it, like. Sid, especially when you're talking with Sid, and you're like, "Why are you doing this, Sid?" and he's just like, "I reckon, just it's probably what I should do." Seems like a good thing to do. Yeah. Why is he always trying to get us to go hang out with his mates at Wernham Hog? It doesn't (laughs) make any fucking sense, dude. The acting is pretty good, though. Like, I've I've enjoyed everyone's performances. I think the main guy's a little, um, I don't know, performatively gruff. Like, you can, I feel like I can see the performance a bit. He's but a bit like Geralt. Like, he's it's, he's doing a witchery thing. Yeah. Sort of as well. Maybe I don't buy it as much um, as I do with Geralt. But, and everyone else, I think, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. And there's like some, some pretty over the top villains and stuff that are all quite, uh, you know, effective. I, yeah. I buy it all. But I think it's just, yeah, the overall story, I'm just like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> we've got a got, got a comment here from Aaron who says I like it so far my two biggest complaints are that number one 
Enemies are attack sponges. I have to slam square a million times to drain the HP bar even a little bit while waiting on the icon powers to recharge. Which, yeah, that's kind of the gameplay loop of a character action game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And two, not being able to traverse the map without fast travelling between quest markers. I'm not sure what the point of the world map is aside from fast travelling between points. It doesn't really provide a sense of direction and having a fast travel between story beats really interrupts the flow and makes the world feel disjointed. I, think I is a kind fa- of fair point. agree with that. Yeah, it comes mm. up and it's like, hey, look, here's all these locations. You can't go to any of them except mm. this one with the red thing on it. it yeah, feels, it okay. feels a little small. Because why of didn't those we just two? go there? Like you, you talk to the person and then they're like, <laughs> that's yes. Hey, we have to go here, and then it brings up the map. It's like, just cut, click it, just, go on. <laughs> yeah, cut click to on that it. Scene. It's like just go there. Yeah, I, that's yeah, that's fair. I totally agree. Um. Daniel says the gameplay loop in this is so addictive. It has more in common with the recent Fire Emblem games than traditional Final Fantasy. I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but uh, some satisfying battle gameplay followed by story cutscenes and some busy work in your base. Oh, okay, that's the explanation. I guess that's what it's for. Fire Emblem is pure. It literally is just combat and then a cutscene. Yeah, true. Uh, Just a different type of combat Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rinse and repeat. It's got me completely hooked. This game really wants you to just have fun. I think that's probably true. That's that, true. That's yep. it. There's not there's not a lot of extra, you know, brain brain power required. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Kelly, it's not me, yep. says the combat feels fantastic and the story has maintained a really nice pace, at least where I'm up to. Oh, you've changed your tune. <laughs> <laughs> Anything off the critical path feels a little bit budget, though, especially the NPC voice acting uh, slash lip syncing and the side quest design. Uh, which is probably fair enough. I would say even with the main cast, the lip syncing is sometimes not great. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed. It's a little a little off at times for something that is... They, you could give a pass to, but then everything else about it is like so high quality and so mm. polished that it does kind of stick out. And they were saying like, we really deliberately did it in the English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. Especially when, like I said, I keep saying, you know, yeah, Sid's voice is, he, he's so recognisable mm. that... And I do lose myself to it because it's a good performance. But then the second it doesn't sync up for a moment with his lips, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's Finchy. Yeah. I, I have found that <laughs> I cannot put his voice to his face. <laughs> right. But I that's think I'm not the same. really yes. the game's fault yeah. necessarily. Or his. Yeah, yeah. Or his, yeah. 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 It's, it's Ricky Gervais's fault. Yes. <laughs> and I keep it. He's just such a cunt in the office. Yeah. That I keep uh, him being a good guy. He's selling it fine. Mm. Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, you're going to fucking be real mean. (laughs) Um, Mark says, 30 hours in, and I have a lot of thoughts. In short, though, I think I love it. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. Oh, that really, that was it? No, there's more. (laughs) It's not quite the game of the year elect that the demo had me pumped for, but the music, story, world, and characters are brilliant. The combat's decent. (laughs) Like the opposite of our opinion. Yeah, I think combat, brilliant, story, decent is probably where I land. So two of us together. Um. It's a whole positive review. But the exploration and side con- content feels a little bit dated. It's still the best new Final Fantasy since 12, not including 7 Remake, which is a masterpiece. Um, bonus points for how polished it is from launch. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And there's like a, there's a lot of people who are loving it. Christopher says it's incredibly directed and has a great pace. Enjoying the bombastic battles with the complex character interactions in between. Um, however, as a long-time Final Fantasy fan, I was looking forward to a more open world and potentially an airship. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 oh, yeah. He does say in brackets, to be fair, that may still be on the cards. I I do. It's I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, man, I'm loving the story, which like, yeah, yeah I wonder if I'm just like, 
missing something or whatever because I think it's fine. Like I'm in enjo- and it's, it's it's not like um it's not like uh it's wrong, you no, know? Like it's not a broken piece of writing. I really like some of the writing in the item descriptions too. There's a few mm. of them that have like a funny little thing here and there that I enjoy. I think and as far as like there there are worse Final Fantasy stories. Yeah. Right. Which is a story driven series mm. and has been since close to the start. So oh, I've, like I've got to read this one because it says I joined the Patreon for multiple reasons, but one to talk about this game. Oh fantastic. <laughs> so Andrew, uh, I'll read I'm reading your comment. I haven't touched a Final Fantasy game since twelve and usually have to be selective in my games because of work and kids. But this game nah. <laughs> But this game has caught me completely off guard. I cannot stop playing this or thinking about this game. The story is great with some predictable stuff, but the gameplay is amazing and the music is perfect. I have chosen to play this over Tears of the Kingdom and loving it. Yeah, I think it 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 like I wonder if I was No. I was gonna say I wonder <laughs> if I were like less aware that I'm going to be critically discussing this game if the story would bit but no, I think I always would have been like okay, I think yeah. I someone sent uh, or posted or tweeted at me. I think because I tweeted um, that I was surprised that this game was getting perfect reviews. Someone sent me Ooh, a the s- Twitter bitch, a, st- <laughs> a Steph Steph Sterling Jimquisition uh, video that was about the story of this game specifically, uh-huh. uh, where she uh, and she raised an, like sort of as a side comment at the start of it that um, the sort of issue that a lot of games have where they put too much focus on lore and not as much focus on narrative. Right. You know, there's a lot of backstory, there's a lot of explanations, right. but there's not a lot of why do you, the viewer or, or player, care about this? Why and does this person feel this way? Specifically, mm. character motivation mm. in this particular game is maybe somewhere where it's just like it's there because they exist in this world. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry to... Um, no, no, that's that was it. Like, uh, and also, yeah, that that um, video is also worth a watch. It's it's about how Clive as a character is sort of a um, he is like a servant. You know, he's mm. put into bondage and he's marked, and yeah. and about how it appears to an extent. And I think that this isn't like about main plot, but he's sort of like um, his his willingness to operate within the system to achieve his goals rather than overturn the system because the system is inherently flawed. Mm. Um, it's an interesting video. Um, I th- it probably has some spoilers in it, so be careful right, if right. you haven't played I, too much. Yeah, because yeah. I think the world-building stuff in this game is pretty good. Like, the stuff yeah. that is like yeah. th- that exists for the story to take place in is, is interesting, yeah. at least. And, like, this thing of, like... Because they've got these notes of like there's all the branded and people are fucking cruel to them and they're mm-hmm. non-persons and everything mm-hmm. that I feel like it doesn't do uh, much with when it moves forward through those subjects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it, I, it's also got like it's so um, it's got like those anime touchstones of like with Attack on Titan. There's literally a scene of like your bones and arm getting <laughs> like created in the big monster. Like yep. it. It's doing that stuff in a way that, like, I'm surprised not to find as fun and interesting right. as I do in the things it's taking those points from. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I th- Maybe that's it, yeah. though. You've, like, broken, you've seen it man. before. No. Yeah. Maybe. Th- no, I think that <laughs> <laughs> it's because they've put more thought into the backstories of the world than the characters. Attack on Titan, like, yeah, they're, they're 
some of them are archetypes, but at least they're characters who you think about what would they feel about this? Yeah. Oh, they're reacting in this way. That's expected. And it's but almost, this is not expected because I didn't know this new thing about them. You know, It's like almost the other way around in that where the, char- the, the, the world stuff exists to create the reasons for the characters to have the changes that yes. they do. Yes. Yeah, and you totally. don't need to read like when you see big chunks where it's like, well, these two towns were involved in a vicious trade dispute 400 right. years ago and it's yeah. like, that's nice that you've thought of that, but that doesn't... You get a person later mm. on whose whole job is just to go like, so here's what <laughs> ah, the yeah. nations are up to right now. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Which I also felt as much as I like the... Well, it's, this is probably the reason. I like the setup of the story in the demo because it's all about characters. Yeah, yeah. Then I, after a certain point, I stop being able to process all the information about the world and the countries and the wars and stuff. And I do like that you get the, this character who's like, all right, let's step over to the map and I'll tell you exactly what's going on. Yeah, mm. yeah. I kind of wish that they had been able to write that exposition into dialogue yeah. na- more naturalistically. Yeah. But it's like literally you go to the exposition room and you get exposition. <laughs> I think I'm going to finish this game and like I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that it is on its way to... Um, following through mm, Taken as a whole Will be better mm, than the I the have a feeling moment. That's the direction yeah. It's sort of moving in And I hope that I'm I did an upward trajectory Motion with my hand And mm-hmm. then realised Uh oh Let's Call it forever on camera I, <laughs> There's a bit of this action At the end of it And then it'll be My game of the year I, hope I actually hope The f- fascist government uh, Succeeds <laughs> No 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 uh, Yeah I, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling it It is Moving in a direction that is i don't know we'll see yeah, yeah. i feel but the same overall, way i'm really enjoying the combat stuff as that progresses more and more i mm. feel the same way about the tetris nugget i just gotta <laughs> i'm just gonna try and clock it and then hope that by the end it redeems yeah. itself yeah and makes it proves itself worthy of a purchase <laughs> uh well we'd better leave it there for another week on filthy casuals thank you everyone who uh wrote in on the patreon yes uh, we will be back next week we are going to a launch party for everybody one to switch tomorrow oh, uh-huh. yes. that nintendo are holding it's not just us getting together and playing the game we're going to <laughs> an official event yes uh, that promises to have some nintendo themed cocktails so we'll be Ooh. back next week to report on uh, our experience of playing the most awaited game of the year mm-hmm. at a launch event. The story's great. The combat's actually <laughs> really fun. Yeah, that yeah. horsehead guy, I yeah. know why he's doing every action that You're he's taking. You're about to find out that we are truly you know, uh, journalists of integrity and, and aren't swayed by uh, free cocktails exactly. oh, yeah. and party yep. pies. I can't wait to <laughs> shit on everything but the party pies <laughs> yeah. this time, more than likely. Uh, get onto the Patreon and uh, support mm. us for Giant July. Great bonus incentives on there for the month and also, yeah, our regular weekly bonus episode that's about movies and TV shows and mm-hmm. all sorts of other stuff. Check all of that out, filthycasuals.com.au. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next time, and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals... Final Fantasy? Well, how's this? 16 of them! It was called Doki Doki Panic in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.